listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What is up, everybody? It is episode 70 of The Gregular Show. Fuck, man, we just missed uh, 69 last week. I uh, hope you enjoyed that one. So, um, this week, it's the 60th week anniversary of the first time I had today's guest on the show. Uh, you may know him from being an awesome dude. His name is Rob Engwer, and he is back. What's up, everybody? How you doing? It's been a long time. So, um, Rob, as you know, we are going to be discussing our 15, top 15, well, top 10 favorite bands of the 2000s with five honorable mentions. And uh, we had talked about this last week. We wanted to, um, wanted to do a music one. And I love doing the music ones, obviously, as all the Greg heads know. That's most of my episodes that come out. But um, the 2000s were a big decade. Big decade for both of us. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd call them our formative years um, in terms of music and growth and development. And there was some good stuff that came out. I, you know, for me personally, I feel like it was the last great decade of music. Um, then the hangover from the '90s, you know, kind of the recovery from that, and um, you know, I, I posted in a post earlier. I was like, you know, it was a time for innovation, reinvention, discovery. Um, bands that you had known and loved, you know, were producing bigger, better things sometimes. Not always, you know, sometimes I prefer their 90s stuff. But, you know, if, if it was just as good, that was all that mattered. Um, and then you had some people that came out of nowhere. And you're like, who are these people? And, you know... They just came out of nowhere and they blew up on the scene and put out some of the best records that uh, that the 2000s had. And, um, you know, so for today's episode, we're going to focus on the bands, the big groups. Um, Rob, do you have anything you want to say before we get into the countdown, all that stuff? I'm just excited about it because this is the time that I was growing up, so I feel pretty good about it and it's uh something i think will have a lot of interest for our viewers the viewers the greg heads the greg heads not our viewers your viewers shout out to all the greg heads but shout out uh, yeah rob i'll tell you man like you know i i love the 80s i love the 90s i love the 2000s but um it was not easy getting you know the more i looked at my list of of names the harder it was to to take the ones off although <clears throat> there were a couple um oh but before we get into that i just wanted to say everybody uh if you haven't listened to the first episode that rob came on go check that out that was a fantastic episode we talked about our uh, favorite comedic actors that was during the whole toilet paper crisis that was going on yeah that was that was literally that episode dropped five days after like the shutdown pretty much and it was crazy um but everything's back to normal now yay times were hard but we bounced back yeah hell yeah um 
And, you know, it's going to be a great summer. Uh, get to go to concerts again. And speaking of concerts, I don't know about you, but on my list alone, I've seen one, two, three, four, five of these guys in concerts. That's 33% of my Ooh, top 15. Okay. Uh, some of them, you know, five or six times. But uh, that's pretty cool for me. I, You know, music's always been one of the biggest facets of my life, and uh, it's, it's gotten me through a lot of shit. Good and bad, hmm. but very good. Um, very good. You know, I'm excited to to get through this list with you because I'm curious to you know hear what you had for your stuff. Uh, but before we you know talk all this positivity, I I like to be negative sometimes, and what? Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to be mean. But uh, what what are some bands you know dishonorable mentions? Uh, bands that you're like ah that that sucked. I hope nobody hates me for these. I've got like four, but one of them I just really just don't like. These are in no particular order, but I'll tell you the one I don't like after I tell you all of them. Not a huge fan of Fallout Boy. Sorry, guys. Really not crazy about Maroon 5. Daughtry is another one. And Nickelback. Everybody always shits on Nickelback. But Daughtry I especially just couldn't stand. I just, I thought it was just, I don't know. It just was, to me, it was like just sound to me it was just kind of annoying i don't know if that's a good reason to not yeah. like it but i just didn't think it i didn't think he's he sang on a deeper level i i don't judge people i don't judge people man um brendan brendan is not a huge daughtry fan yeah uh we'll find out we'll find out what what i have to say about daughtry later on but okay um fair enough you know i just yeah for me blue october was a big one Blue uh, October. I could not stand their music. They had they had two songs that they played all the fucking time. Back in like 2006, uh, I would have been 13, 12, 13. And, you know, those were like my, my peak puberty years. Uh, and I just fucking, I don't know. It was depressing shit. And I didn't care for the guy's voice. Didn't care for the songs. Um, and then uh, All American Rejects. You know, the All-American Rejects, uh, you know, people love them, people hate them. I, <laughs> I can't stand them, to be honest with you. But I don't judge people that like them. Like, it's fine. I just, for me, you know, there were songs out there that I, I enjoyed. But um, if I have to hear Move Along one more fucking time, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to go freaking jump off a cliff because... From 2006 until 2008, that's all I fucking heard yeah. every day. Move Along was kind of a little bit annoying. Um, swing Swing, I thought, was good. I had a lot yeah. of different cool noises and sounds in that song. But it's like, funny. Uh, whenever you say, whenever I hear the phrase Swing Swing, I think of Dance Dance oh, uh, from yes. Fall Out Boy. Yes, they, yeah. Music's, music steals from other music. I think there's a lot of repetition. And the same, like, it's like the four chord song. If you guys have a spare minute. After the podcast, look up Four Chords Song on YouTube, and there's a band called Axis of Awesome. And, uh, yeah, just, I won't say any more about that, but go look it up. Oh, yeah. But the other one I didn't like was, uh, or, you know, I'll Keep You My Dirty Little Secret. Yeah, every fucking day. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm with you. I liked Swing Swing, but that's about it. It ends today. It was a great song, but, um... Yeah, like, you know, I I can't be all mean, but like I just, god damn it, it was every friggin' day. 
for like five years. Mm -hmm. That's all I hear all the time. Um, but you know, enough about the negativity. Let's let's get into the positivity. And Rob, I always like to uh, have the guests go first with their five honorable mentions. So, uh, you know, let's start at fifteen and make our way down to eleven. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. Oh yeah. Or like I heard a parody of that. Started kindergarten. Now we're here. Okay. It's funny. I'm at the bottom. I'm at number 15. We're working our way up to the top. Number 15. This isn't like a wicked particular order, but these guys I heard a lot growing up in my teenage years. Probably grades like 8 through 11. They were on the map for a little bit. Um, Bowling for Soup. Yeah, dude. Bowling for Soup. We actually saw them in Clifton Park right down the road. Oh, man. The um... Northern Lights, it was called back in the day. What is it called now? It's... Uh, upstate concert hall. That's right. My sister won tickets on the radio. Decided to give them to my brother because he liked the band so much because they're so catchy. So we all went down there. I brought a friend. We brought our cousin, and my sister brought a friend, and we had a good time. My mom came with us. It was good stuff. We actually got my picture with the uh, the bass guitarist. I couldn't tell you his name. They signed a poster for us. It was a good time. I like those guys. Who did you? Do I go back to you now for um, fifteen, or do I just? You'll you'll on? run through your okay. honorable men, and I'll just have a little you know piece to say after everyone probably. You got it. But it's funny because for me, Bowling for Soup, I will mix them up with Fountains of Wayne uh-huh. every single day. Huh. Which it sounds weird, but I don't know why. It's that it's that three named band yep. where they have a very similar sound in my mind, um, and like. 1985, love that song. Yeah. They also do the Phineas and Ferb thing. I don't think I knew that one. Um, Phineas and Ferb is, you know, a great cartoon on the Disney Channel. But uh, Fountains of Wayne did um, the Crank Yankers thing. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. See, I don't know a lot of their songs. I just know Stacy's mom. Which I got to see them play in Glens Falls when I was like maybe 12 or 13 years old. That was my first concert ever, actually. It was Fountains of Wayne and Matchbox 20. Wow. They played Stacy's Mom, and the place went crazy, but that's the only song anybody actually knew. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to this day, I feel like that's still, you know, that's at least for me. I yeah, know. I don't know any of their other stuff. My, my brother, Chris, uh, frequent guest on the show, Chris, he really enjoyed Fountains of Wayne. I have a feeling Chris would really enjoy this episode. I think he will. I think, you know, he'll have a good time. But, uh... Reliving the Shout out to Chris. Yeah. I'll, I'll have him listen to this one. But. Um, Very good. Yeah. It's, so that was f- Bowling for Soup? Yes, sir. Number 15. Number 15 was Bowling for Soup. Uh, 14 here. This guy, These guys are cool. Saw these guys, too, in Glens Falls when I was 16. Godsmack. Yeah. Very hardcore band. A lot of distortion, a lot of like craziness. I think were they considered hard rock, heavy metal? Yeah, or, they'd be they'd be hard rock metal. Yeah. Yeah, they were fun. They were always a good time. I just liked I don't know Sully. I guess was their singer. Yeah. He was friends with Chris Angel, the magician in Las Vegas. Mind freak. Mind freak. That's right. And I don't know, just Godsmack. There was something about him that I just liked. I don't know. What was your favorite Godsmack song? I Stand Alone. Yeah, dude. From uh, Scorpion King. Yeah, it was a great song. I got to see them in Glens Falls. They were really, really great. That's something fun to go see at 16 years old, a band like Godsmack. They were just 
They were hardcore, and you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. That's right. The legend fun. of the runt was way hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it was good stuff. My favorite Godsmack song would have to be uh, Serenity. Oh, yes. From I the movie Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, that's like my jam. Uh, I Stand Alone's great. The Enemy is a fun song. Yes. The Enemy was uh, on SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. I'd play that all the time and every fucking day. I'd be like, oh, you missed a backstabbing son of a bitch. Maybe that's why I liked him, because I used to watch the wrestling. I used to get down with the WWE back in the day. So oh, yeah, yeah, man. That might have been where I... What piqued my interest with Godsmack? I don't know, but yeah. Uh, after Godsmack, I feel like we're rolling through these very quickly here. I have Papa Roach. Papa Roach, Papa yeah. Papa Roach. Um, you know that one song? Um, God, what is it? Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. <laughs> Suffocation. <laughs> no breathing. Don't give up. If I cut my own bleeding. <laughs> did you ever play Tony Hawk 2? I did play Thug 2. So, um, you know that song? Uh, <laughs> it's Papa Roach. Ah. But I didn't really... And it's also the beginning of a, a YouTube video called Ram Ranch, which if anybody's seen that, it's very weird. Interesting. But Brendan refers to that video constantly. But that's Papa Roach. I um, love them. They were great. Every time I go to my buddy Brian's house, he's always listening to stuff from that time era or that period. And I was just like, damn, Papa Roach. They were phenomenal. That song, I will never forget when I was like 14 years old. It's my first season working up at the Steamboats. There was like we would play the radio all the time, and that was one of the hit songs of the summer. Was "Scars" by Papa Roach. Oh yeah. If Greg Heads, if you have never heard that song before, after the show, maybe head on over to YouTube, type in Papa Roach "Scars." Give that song a listen. It's a good time. Uh, is that your favorite one? That's my favorite one from them. I like it because it, I just feel like it has meaning. Uh, you can jam to it, but it's like it hits on a deeper level. I think uh, that is my favorite one of theirs. I like the "My Last Resort" one as well. But I have to give it to Scars. I liked uh, Wanna Be Loved. Uh, just Wanna Wanna Be Loved. That was a wrestling one, too. That, that was, was the Raw wrestling. theme song. Yeah. yeah, man, back yeah. in 2007. Yes, they were great. Tell you what, they were great. Oh, yeah, okay. So Papa Roach. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, after this, okay, so I've never seen these guys. I Fun, fun fact about these guys, I was supposed to go see them, and then the the drummer's best friend died in a car accident. Can you guys guess the band? Can you guess the band? It's Blink-182. Fuck. Blink-182, right? So I was supposed to go see them in 2009 with uh, some friends of mine, and we got all the way down there to the venue, and we found out that only one of the bands would be playing because Blink-182 canceled their show last minute. I think who was we, the other band? Yeah, the other band was Weezer. Oh, I fucking love Weezer. So Weezer actually was cool because Weezer got to play an extra long set list right. because uh, Blink-182 didn't want to play a half-assed show. So they canceled last minute. We found out on the radio on the way down. But, uh, yeah, it was Travis Barker's best friend, DJM, died. In oh, yeah, man. Adam accident. Goldstein. Yeah. From uh, Crazy Town. Butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah, so anyway, man, Blink-182 had a lot of good hits. You've probably heard a lot of their good hits. Yeah. Um, they were right around that time. Everybody had, like, Blink-182, like, patches on their backpack and stuff. They were, you know, they had a lot of hits that were in a lot of the movies back then, like First Date. 
That was a popular song. All the Small Things was another one I'm sure was in a zillion movies at that time. Um, What's My Age Again? They had a lot of great songs. You know, there's one called I Miss You, which is like a slower song, but it's got like a good drum beat, so I really appreciate that. Can I uh, tell yeah, you a story? In. Yeah. I think you're going to appreciate this, Rob. So Brennan and I, uh, and I've, I've already looked, I don't think anybody else has made this, but I want to make a version of I Miss You um, where you switch Tom and uh, Mark. Who, who's the other singer? Is his name Adam? I don't know. I'm guessing. I, I, uh, honestly, please. I'm a fan, but I'm not a, that big of a fan. Because you know how this one, hello there, the angel from my nightmare. Then, where are you? Oh, where are you? And I'm so sorry. So I want to start it where it's like, Hello there, the angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of the morgue. Then, don't waste your time on me, you're already the voice inside (laughs) my head. Miss you, miss you. you. Miss you, miss you. Yeah, and just switch the vocals. You should do that. Because I feel like that would be hilarious. People would find that funny. Uh, But yeah, Blink-182, they really, they had some great stuff. Um, Love What's My Age Again, that's, What's My Age Again is my favorite Blink-182 song. They had a song called Dumpweed, uh, what I think was the one with all the cuss words in it. Um, and there was a song called Adam's Song, which was one of the first songs I learned how to play on guitar. When I was like 12 or 13, I was taking drum or guitar lessons. Adam's Song was a song of theirs I'd never heard before, but it's easy to sing to. And it's got kind of like a good beat, so or not so much a beat, but it's like a fun song. I like it. It's pretty cool. Um, 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 next up, I had, okay, these guys are cool, Avenged Sevenfold. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's one of Chris's favorites. Avenged Sevenfold, I got to see with my buddy Max, um, when we were 18, he got tickets to go see them and Bullet for My Valentine down in Albany. And it was at the Armory, and we got to go see them, and it was so cool. Because I think there was another band there, too, that I can't remember. But they were really cool. And then Bullet for My Valentine played Tears Don't Fall, which was, like, the only song I knew, but it was really cool. And then Avenged Sevenfold got up there, and they had a right-handed guitarist and a left-hander. I think the guy's name was Zachy D or something like that. And he got up back-to-back with the other guy, and they started playing. And it was, it was one of the coolest things I'd ever experienced. I know there's M Shadows and Sinister Gates, but I don't. Sinister Gates. I don't know who. Uh, Who's the other guy? I said Mikey. D- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sinister Gates. That's the name I remember. Yep. Right. Shadow guy. They just had funny names to me. I don't know. It was the coolest thing they had. It was just really awesome. I, I like a lot of their songs. I was listening to a band called The Treyu at the time. They're not on my list, but that kind of reminded me of Avenged Sevenfold. They're like really hardcore. But they had a lot of really, really good songs. Nightmare is one of the most notable songs I think they had, but um, they were great. Beast and the Harlot was another really, really good one. I just went absolutely insane watching those guys. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, that that would be what, thrash metal? Yeah, I guess you'd call it that. It was it was hardcore, whatever it was. Yeah. They were great. I, would, I don't know how... If they're still around right now, cool, but I, I kind of fell off the train there. But they were awesome to listen to growing up around that time. Yeah, I remember my fondest memory of uh, Avenged Sevenfold, because Chris listened to a lot. I didn't really care for the band, but uh, one day he was watching one of the music videos, and uh, the guitarist is standing on a casket playing the guitar, and my dad comes in. He's like, 
what the fuck is he doing <laughs> playing it? That's so disrespectful. And Chris was like, oh, you know, it's a tribute because the guy died in the band. And, uh, <laughs> and I just remember sitting there being like eating the popcorn, you know. But uh, They're great, man. They're just, yeah. yeah. Is that number 12 or 11? 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. That was 11. Alrighty, so that that's the honorable mentions right there. Good, good list. Uh, I am really excited to see where your top ten is. Okay. Um, for me, my number fifteen. Excuse me, I had to burp. They're not even funny burps, so it's like I'm not even gonna do it for the sound effect for the show. But um, Black Eyed Peas. You Woo! guys remember the Black Eyed Peas? Yes. Where is the love? That's that's where we started. Uh, that's where I that's where I learned about the Black Eyed Peas. Didn't care for that song that much. Um, at the time, wasn't really big into like the Justin Timberlake sound. Mm. Didn't really care for, um, you know. But the, the older I get, I'm like, yeah, that's a great song. And then, uh, of course, you know, let me let me find it. Um, CIA, the Bloods and the Crips and the KKK. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, because that was the same album with uh, Hey Mama and Where's the Love, Elefunk. Ah. Oh, and Let's Get It Started, which on the album there was a different oh. version, but we won't talk about that version uh, because it's not appropriate. But <laughs> um, it was in Harold and Kumar, Go to White Castle, which oh. is one of my favorite movies. It was a great movie. You know, so they like that was the first time I really heard about the Black Eyed Peas, and that's a great, you know, what a great starting point. But then, you know, you get into the 2006 era. With uh, Pump It and No, 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 don't fuck with my heart. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, everybody's favorite Black Eyed Peas song, What You Gonna Do With All That Junk? <laughs> All That Junk, It's Not That Junk. I'm get, 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 get you drunk, give you love drunk, up my humps. My hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump. Uh, and you know, God, I, I love that band so much. They're all fantastic. Um, and then, of course, you know, they ended the uh, decade. With uh, the album where they had I'm a bee, I'm a bee, I'm a, I'm a oh, bee, and I got a feeling, which I hate that song. Ooh. I really do. Yeah. I yeah. hate, I got a feeling with so much uh, passion. I just, yeah, if I never have to hear that song again. Was that 2009 that song came out? I yeah. feel like that was 2009, summertime. And then uh, shout out to Joel, who uh, he'll appreciate this one. Uh, boom, boom, pow. <laughs> gotta get that. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Cause there are a bunch of songs that I'm like, oh yeah, that's Boom Boom Pow. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I'm like, um, every teardrop is a waterfall. I got that Boom Boom Pow. I got that Boom Boom Pow. And, you know, I, I sound like a lunatic, but I'm like, no, man, I hear it. I think that was in one of Johnny Knoxville's movies. It was Jackass or Bad Grandpa. That was one of the... Uh, oh, a uh, Boom Boom kids. Pow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You got that Boom Boom Pow. That chick was jacking my style or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, I can't remember. I think it was Jackass 3, but. That might have been it. Um, I would see that in the movie theaters. I wouldn't see that one and Bad Grandpa. Hilarious. Those are some good memories. Uh, and, that, you know, I, I love Black Eyed Peas, but I just, yeah. I, I really, what my list came down to for me was volume and impact that these songs had on me. Mm. Um, my number 14 is Linkin Park. <laughs> now, some people, this might be their number one. Like, you know, I I don't judge. Uh, for me, as a kid growing up, I had to hear Linkin Park all the fucking time, and it kind of soured them on me. 
Um, I really liked in the end. I thought that in the, you know, uh, when the time comes, I think I'm going to end up doing that with uh, Chris and Joel uh, because they both love Linkin Park. But that first album, uh, Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory, you know, One Step Closer. What a great song. Everything you say to me. And Crawling. Crawling in my crawl. There's a video called Crawl on uh, YouTube, and they just keep saying crawl over and over again. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, And then, you know, they had Meteora with um, Easier to Run, Breaking the Habit, Somewhere I Belong, Numb. Those are some of my songs that I liked from that album. Um, And they changed their sound a lot, you know. They they weren't just like... uh, Oh yeah, we're just gonna scream. We're just gonna, you know, play rock music. We're just gonna rap. Like, they they did it all. Um, I thought "Shadow of the Day" was a great song. Uh, you know, off that other album, um, and what I've done, of course, from the Transformers soundtrack. Yep, I remember when that came out. Um, you know, that was that was probably the last time I really enjoyed Linkin Park. Um, but they definitely had an impact. On, uh, on my listening habits when I was a kid, so rest in peace, you know. Chester Bennington. Yeah, what a heartbreaking situation. I think that changed the game too with the band. I mean, like you said, I think that that was kind of the last time that, at least for me, that was kind of the last time I stopped listening to them too. Was after those couple songs. But yeah, um, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that that had to happen, and I just I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But um, for my number 13, uh, Lifehouse. You remember Lifehouse? You and I wouldn't change a thing. It's funny because I feel like people don't know that song. I feel like that's one of those songs that, you know, when uh, Hanging By a Moment came out. I'm hanging by a moment here with you. Letting go of all I fell onto. You know, that was huge. That's a great song. Like, that's the quintessential Lifehouse song. But Spin came out, like, the next album. When the world keeps spinning round. You know? I just... I fucking love that song. And I hadn't heard that in years. Then, of course, um, You and Me, that that soft ballad. You know? It sounded like a Goo Goo Dolls type song. Um, and that, that was huge for a time. Um, then First Time, Whatever It Takes. Those are some great songs. Uh, Halfway Gone. Remember Halfway Gone? I'm I'm trying I'm struggling to like pull these ones out of my memory because I, I I do remember the the first one you mentioned but um, yeah they're a great band yeah I I feel like they were you know they were very consistent uh, for the 2000s I really haven't heard much from them since uh, but that was one that you know I was happy to see them continue after. Uh, hanging by a moment. Yes. You know, it was really, well, I don't want to say it was easy or hard to be a one-hit wonder back in the 2000s, but they could have just as easily been a one-hit wonder. And oh, sure. That one song would have been, you know, a phenomenal gift, but they kept coming out with stuff, and we kept buying the records. I'm hanging by a moment. Hanging by a moment. Sorry. Yeah, man. No, Guys, it's... I apologize in advance if I bust out a tune or Greg... Uh... You know, bust out a little bop there. Is that what they're called, bops? Bops. The kids are saying these days. Oh yeah, kids bop. <laughs> but that's what it's all about, man. 
you know we the, the music is good and uh, my number 12 uh, is one of your least favorites Mr. Daughtry himself <laughs> shout out to the man uh, Chris Daughtry you know I really loved American Idol back in the uh, early 2000s mid 2000s you know it was great television uh, and you got to see some amazing incredible superstar talents who still like impact the business today and Daughtry, it's funny. Uh, Chris loved Daughtry on the show. He doesn't really care for him as much now. Uh, but when he was on the show, he loved him. And Daughtry was one of those guys that he just fucking, like... When he released that first album in 2006, dude... I know at least five songs that, uh, that like, had regular rotation on the radio. Um, it's not over. It's not, not over... over. Gotta do right this time around. And then, uh, home. Remember home? Yeah. I'm coming home to the place where I belong. Yeah, man. Then, um, over you. Fucking love over you. I got over you. I bought, actually, so I bought his CD at Walmart because I, I listened, I listened to it at Walmart with the headphones. I was like, I know this guy. He's got like three songs on the radio right now. So I bought, actually bought the Daughtry CD. But then over time, I just, I don't know. I think maybe for me it was overplayed because I heard it so much on the radio. Sure. I don't know. Feels like tonight. And what about now? Like, you know, those are, that runs out. It's just the first album alone that he put out. Then uh, No Surprise. It's no surprise I won't be here tomorrow. Uh, Life After You. All that I'm after is a love of laughter. And then uh, September. I really like September. I know it's a little more um, soft for people, but I thought that was great. And then, um, you know, these, these came out after 2010, but Waiting for Superman, uh, that was a great song. Hmm. And I talked about that on my episode with Megan a couple weeks back. Oh, okay. But uh, and yeah. then he had that battleship song that Brennan hates. Which one is the battleship song? And the ships go boom, 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 or whatever. Uh, yeah, Brennan could tell you when when you see him because he he hates that fucking song with a heart, right. like with a passion. But um, to round out my my honorable mentions, the fray. The fray, yeah. You, the fray. you know the fray. Yeah, I didn't put them on my list, but I know them. Um, and it's fine because How to Save a Life, like, if I never have to hear that song again, it'll be great. <laughs> but that first, like, and, you know, they only dropped, like, two albums that I really found anything that was worth a damn. Mm-hmm. But that was amazing shit. They put out some phenomenal shit. Um, Cable Car, you know, friggin', it's funny, I always joke that Over My Head Cable Car is, uh, the closer by the chain smokers. Oh, <laughs> They probably sound very similar. There's moments yeah. uh, I could point out to Again, you. Again, four chord song, guys. Look it up. Um, you know, I'll look after you. You know that one? Oh, 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 be my baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll look after you. Yeah, at the end, he goes, I'll look after you. Is that, what do they call that? A falsetto? Yeah. Something like that? And, um,. Dude, as a kid, I didn't like. I couldn't fucking understand what the Frey guy was saying. Mm. You know, he just he had one of those. Yeah. So I always thought he was saying, "I love Captain." Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I'd be like, "I love Captain." Yeah. I found God <laughs> on the corner of First and I'm a start. 
Where the West was all but one. Fucking love that song. Beautiful voice, Greg. Ah. Tell me, you're going places. You found me, man. That That's you a great me. fucking song. You found me. And I saw these guys at, at concert with oh. um, Train and Matt Nathanson. Okay. You Very know? cool. And what a fucking show. They put on a great show. And like that, you know, Never Say Never, of course, is another great song that was off that same album. Uh,. But that first Freight album, if if that's like that's a must-have album of the two thousands, like How to Save a Life Aside, which it's not even a bad song. I just you know, and and the Grey's Anatomy fans, they I'm sure they love it. <laughs> it has a lot of good moments in that song. There's some piano in there. It's it, it's interesting. But um, what a you know what a versatile band and like, I love piano music. I don't know. I just I feel like the piano is one of those instruments that. You know, at least in the last 20 years, it didn't get as much uh, use as it should have um, compared to, like, the 80s, 90s, 70s. I agree with you. I think uh, if more bands incorporated different instruments, I think they would sound really cooler. Yeah. Really cooler? Is that a thing? Really cool sure. or a lot cooler, I guess is what I should say. Wicked cool, guys. Wicked. Wicked. But, um, you know, that rounds out my honorable mention. Brendan hates the fray because he, he hates the guy's voice. Brendan's just like, and I'm like, okay, bro. But, yep. um, you know, now we're going to do, you'll do your 10, I'll do my 10, we'll, you'll do your 9, I'll do my 9, and we'll just go bounce back and forth. With Very good. So, uh, Rob, what's, what's the number 10, man? All right, so I kind of a little bit alluded to these guys earlier, but I'm going to go with Weezer. Yeah, dude. Weezer had a lot of good hits. They had a lot of fun songs that were really easy and fun to sing along to. Uh, also, like I, I mentioned, I got to see them at SPAC, and when I when I first wa- watched them at SPAC, they came out in like these white jumpsuits. The guy was jumping up and down on a trampoline, like a mini trampoline. They were just a lot of fun. Um, they had a lot of really good catchy songs. The sweater song, you know, if you want... To destroy my sweater. Sing along at home, guys, if you know the song. Pull this thread as I walk away. As I walk away. Watch me unravel. You know, so that be naked. Lying on the floor. Lying on the floor. I've come undone. Great song. Great yeah. song. Uh, my buddy Rick likes those guys, too. They're, they just had a lot of good ones, man. Buddy Holly. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. All these really cool tunes to sing along to, man. Uh, they're just Island in the Sun. It was in Mr. Deeds, I think. Uh, it was in Scooby Doo. Was it in Scooby Doo? Which yeah. one was in Mr. Deeds? I feel I, th- I think it was in Mr. Deeds uh, as well. Hip hip doon doon doon. I like the guitar. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was Holiday. The riff. Yeah. to say? Great song, man. What was that one that? Great band. Beverly Hills, of course. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Yeah, the drums in that song were sick, but it was just a fun song. Are you familiar with, um, what the hell is the song called? came out in 2009, If You're Wondering If I Want You To, I Want You To. Uh, because I want you to, I want you to, and make you move, because I ain't got all night. Yeah, yeah, yep, I've heard that one. Yeah, I like that one. There was another one I was going to mention, too, that I liked. I can't remember what it was. Uh, they just had so many good songs, man. They were fun to sing along to. They are a cool band. Pork and Beans. They had Pork and Beans, you know. I'm going to do the things that I wanted to. 
Yeah, they're great. Did you ever hear the conspiracy theory that um, Rivers Cuomo was actually Kurt Cobain? No, I've never heard that before. Yeah, some some crazy man said that uh, when Nirvana was done, you know, uh, Kurt Cobain wanted to move on, and so he uh, just changed his name to Rivers Cuomo <laughs> and started Weezer, which I thought was absolute fucking insanity. There's a lot of crazy conspiracies like that, man, uh, about people. That's one I've never heard before. That's interesting. Yeah, I think there's a whole YouTube video on it if anybody's interested in I'm gonna look that weird up. stuff. But. I'll look that up after the show. Yeah, dude, Weezer's a great band. They're great. Who do I have next? Uh, oh, so that was your 10, right? That was my 10. All right, my number 10, uh, another great 90s uh, band that, you know, kept going into the 2000s, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Woo, yeah. Yeah, man. I almost put them on my list. You know, it's it's hard, like, it's hard to narrow it down. It really is. There are so many great options. Like, I'm glad you had Weezer because I don't have Weezer on my list. So I'm it's glad like, you have the Chili Peppers. Yeah, man. Um, you know, and I remember even in the 90s, listening to their stuff all the time. Under the Bridge, of course, was so fucking huge. Yeah, man. But um, 1999, you know, they had that Californication album, which, you know, well into the 2000s, I would still hear Scar Tissue and um, Other Side and Californication all the time. Other Side is probably my favorite all-time Red Hot Chili Pepper song. I just Take think it's... Take it on the other side. side. Hello, hello, last lap. But it's just, it's great. And that then, was good. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, man, I love Sign it. Sign him, guys. <laughs> Sign him. Um, You know, by the way, standing in line yeah. to see the show tonight and there's a light on. Heavy glow, by the way, I tried to say I'd be there. But uh, that was 2002. <laughs> Uh, the Zephyr song that was on the same album. Fly away on my Zephyr. I feel it more than ever. Then uh, Stadium Arcadium, which I think is one That's of the greatest names song. for an album. Yeah. Um, Danny California, which everybody's like, oh, it's Murray James Last Dance by Tom Petty. <laughs> it sounds very yeah, I could see that. Uh, you know what song really got me with that was um, Snow. Yeah. Hey, oh, listen what I say. Oh. That was a fun one. That was the, just the guitar and the just the beginning to it was just such a, as Joel would say, a great hook. Yeah. Like, shout out to Joel. Shout um, out to Joel. Yeah, man. Uh, and we're going to talk about some Joel bands that uh, that we've talked about on previous episodes. The snow song, though, it got me feeling like... <laughs> You guys know what's up. You're, you're singing it along at home, too. Oh, I am, man. I fucking, like, they have such a great sound sonically. I think they're Brendan's uh, second favorite band all They're great, man. They're, they're coming to the side when the things are trying in my life just to get high on. I love it. Uh, I love it. You know, we were only scratching the surface. That's number 10. We still got nine of these guys to go. Uh, and let me just say, it was not easy uh, narrowing these bands down because all of these guys could have easily been my number one uh but you know it is what it is yeah and it's hard because i had to leave some off my list even though i listened to them a lot growing up and i'm like do i really want these guys or is this band more important to me you know yeah. so it sucks i definitely have i could probably put like three four five more bands on there that i i definitely listened to and or saw live but i just chose not to put them on my list 
But we still got some good ones. Oh yeah, man. We got a lot of good ones between me and you. Uh, what's the, are we on number nine? Number nine. Okay, these guys are fun. I got to see them also at Northern Lights. Not not that long ago. They were really fun. Yellow card. Yeah, dude. Yellow card. They had a lot of good uh, bops, as the kid would say. The kids would say. Is that what they say? Hits? Bops? Kids bop? Kids bop. They're great! Yellow card was freaking great! My favorite reason they were great, they had a dude with a freaking um, uh, violin, man. This like dude jumping up and down with a violin, which I think added so much to all of their songs, it just gave a completely different feel to it. They were very... Yeah. You, you agree, they were like fast going, they were like really fun, like... I just call them fast songs. Right. They were like pop punky, but... Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. Um, like the precursor to your Fall Out Boys and your... Um, yeah. My Chemical Romances, things like that. Pink yeah. at the Discos almost, you know what I mean? And I think the guy too, the lead singer dude, I don't know his name, right? I, I don't... But I think there was like a, an, some kind of allusion to him like going from Florida moving to California or maybe it was the other way around and I think that's where like the beach songs come from, like... Ocean Avenue, which was obviously right. one of their greatest hits. But then Way Away is another song I really liked. I don't have the CD with me, but there's so many of those songs that I just I thought were incredible. The Yellow Card is a cool band. And I always thought, I played soccer growing up, and I was like, Yellow Card, that's an interesting name for a band. I don't know if the guy was a soccer player, but maybe that had something to do with it. Right. Um, they were fun. They were so much fun to listen to. Yeah. And you know who they played with in Clifton Park? was Newfound Glory. They opened yeah. up for them. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Newfound Glory, which I know sounds horrible. I just... It's all downhill from here. That was like one of the big ones. Right. Uh, is Ocean Avenue your favorite Yellow Card song? Ocean Avenue is probably... Uh, I had Way Away as my favorite one. All right. You know, but Ocean Avenue is right up there. There's so many. They're just so good. I fucking love Ocean Avenue. Anytime that comes on, I, I do not skip it. Yeah, they're, they're fun. They have a, just... If I could find you now, things would get better. With You, Around is a good one. The Sound of You and Me. They're all really, really great. There's one they had on Burnout Takedown uh, that I used to play all the time on PlayStation, but I can't remember what that song was. Don't know. I could probably find it if I look up Yellow Card, but... Um, oh, this one hits me hard. The Only One, right? You were my only, my only one. And there's like a sick like violin uh, solo. I just love it. I love how they have like the, like what do you call it, instrumental break yeah. in the middle of the song, and it's like a solo of some sort, and there's just all these different fun sounds. There's slower songs like Empty Apartment, Right? That was a slower song, but then breathing was like, I can feel you breathing. And it goes from like slow to like really fast. It's almost like driving in a car. Might have been inside out, but I'm, I couldn't guarantee it. I just remember Yellow Card had a song on Burnout 3, which is a really fun game if I, anybody's played it. I feel like these guys, they just had like a very West Coast, like beach kind of vibe to them. That's yeah. lights and sounds. Sounds of the summer, man. Yeah. That is a summer yeah. song. Yeah. They're really great. Oh, yeah. Really great. That was number nine? Miles Apart, too. Sorry. That's another song of theirs I like. Miles Apart. Hell yeah. But yes, that was my number nine, and I, I will never forget those guys. Yeah, I just I was really familiar with Ocean Avenue. Didn't didn't really listen to much more of it, but I think that that's one of those songs that uh, that one always tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah, man. They're yeah. emotional as heck. Takes me back. But um, Three Doors Down, dude. 
Speaking of numbers. Oh, wow. Number nine. Yeah. Yeah. How many bars? Oh, yeah. I, you know, uh, we'll get to that. We'll oh, get to that. Okay. I, I, just, I want to talk about the songs in the gotcha. order, yeah, just uh, when they came out. But, you know, Three Doors Down came out of nowhere. Dude, these guys literally came out of nowhere. And that first album, The Better Life, um, Kryptonite. Yeah. If I were crazy man, will you still call me Superman? And then um, loser, you know loser. Cause I'm a loser. Sooner or later, you know I'll be dead. You're getting closer. Uh, and then be like that. If I can be like that, I'll give anything. I fucking love that song. Um, live one day. That was on the American Pie 2 soundtrack. I almost thought that was Creed for a second. Oh, really? Yeah, but that was Three Doors Down. Oh, yeah. I remember was the one, um, Away from the Sun, the, the Shines into yeah. the darkest sun. place I'm so far down. Away from the Sun again. Fucking, that's one of my, that's, if that's not my favorite Three Doors Down song, it's like top three. Um, and then when I'm gone. So love me when I'm here, love me when I'm wrong, love me when I'm scared, love me when I'm down. Uh, then, yeah. I'm here without you, baby, but you're still on my lonely mind. I think about you, baby, and I dream about you all the time. Fucking, it's a great song. You're still with me in my dreams. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, let me go. You love me, but you don't know who yeah. I am. Uh, then, you know, it's it's not my time. I won't go. Yeah. Feeling in me. Uh, then there's, you know, Let Me Be Myself that came off the same album. Man, these guys are great. And, I remember uh, them. I'm happy they were on your list. Yeah, dude. They are cool. Then they finished out the uh, decade with that When You're Young song. You give what you take when you're young. Familiar with that one? I don't know. Ah, oh, man, it's it's a good song. Uh, it's already over and done when you're young. Um, check that one out if if you get the chance. Yeah, it's a. But they were another one of those bands that, um, like, I feel like just after Kryptonite, it was hard to, hard to top that. I took a walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. Fucking, I love that beginning. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> that's some good shit. Like, you know, I don't, that was just some great rock music. Yeah, man. I feel like 2000s um, was a great time just for rock music. I loved it. I loved it. But, uh, that brings us to number eight. Eight on my list. Eight on my list. All right, here we go. I had... This is a band. All right, great. My Chemical Romance. There it is. Oh, there it is. I said it. Um, I saw them. They opened up for Green Day in like 2004. So I was like maybe 13 at the time. And uh, right down in Albany, man, we got to, I got to see them. And they came out with like bulletproof vests on. And they had like the whole hardcore like emo thing. Like everyone's hair was black and... They were wearing, like, eyeshadow and makeup or something. I can't remember, but they, it was a good time. They were great. They had a lot of good songs. Uh, you know, one of their later songs and, and more newer ones, I guess, the the Black Parade, which Welcome to the Black Parade I really liked. Yeah, yeah. But the ones I started, it was like, Helena. What's the worst that I could say? Things were 
say so long and goodbye. Good so long and goodnight. And um, oh, help me out here. I'm drawing a blank. That other one that was. Teenagers got the living <laughs> shit out of me. So Teenagers was good too. That was from that Black Parade album. Yeah. Uh, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. That was on. Uh, that was the other one I liked, I believe, which was right around Helena. It was Helena and I'm not okay. Those I think were their two like most powerful songs for me, at least. But. Oh yeah. S- side note on that later album, the Black Parade one, at the end there's like a what's the name of that song? It was like a slow acoustic song. It was like track 13 or something. It was like the last track on the album. Blood or famous last words. Was that um let me search up the Black Parade. Yeah, famous last words was the last song on the album. But there was one it was it was Dun, 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 dun. I'm sorry that I'm drawing a blank right now. I have to like look it up. Mm-hmm. You got them right there. Yeah. Disenchanted. Disenchanted. That's the one I like. Right. Slow song brings uh starts out on the guitar. That's kind of like a slow, kind of like a sad song, but I really enjoyed that song. But yeah, they're just that was a good album of theirs. Sharpest Lives. I remember listening to that. Dead. I remember that one. They're just fun. The only way I could describe them, like, they had kind of a morbid theme. I remember listening to one of your earlier podcasts, and I, I remember hearing, I think it might have been with your brother Chris, um, that Tim Burton directed some of their music videos or something like that, which, when I put two and two together, like, I had never known that before, but it made a lot of sense, because there's, like, this overall concept of, like, death in a lot of their songs. They're, like, not super morbid, but a lot of them talk about, like, death and dying and which is a little bit like sad I guess if you're a teenager listening to it but it's not so much that concept it's it's more about like the poetry and I think the music and the feeling behind the song so I, that's just something I really really enjoyed about that band it's always kind of stuck with me um, plus I saw them so they get like bonus points I guess because but that was before the Black Parade album also Gerard Way changed his hair and like his whole look like he went from like dark black hair like a blondish yeah, hair yeah like bleach blonde yeah bleach blonde yeah I and like I saw their magazine one time in Stewart's when I was ordering a milkshake and I was like what the heck is that the same band what happened to them with the fucking band outfit like yeah like, like the wearing like yeah it sounded still the same they were good fucking love that Welcome to the Black Parade man that's yeah. that's the song to get lit <laughs> you know that was a great album. They did a nice job. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. That was another one that started with the piano. I used to do that all the time. I just used to free try to play that chord progression. Yeah. Loved it. But uh, what was that, number eight? I think that was eight. My number eight... Um, Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> you know, I love Dave Matthews. I think his music is fantastic. And his 90s stuff was phenomenal. And, like, even into the 2000s, he was still putting out consistent, like, radio hits. Yeah. Um, started out with that Everyday album. You know, The Space Between. The, the Space Between Your Heart and Mine. mine. Yeah. Is the laughter keeps, keeps us coming, coming back for more. Uh, every day, 
Lift me up, Bob. Lift me up every day. Every day, honey, honey. And then, um, uh, you know Gray Street? Yes. Gray Street is probably, it's it's top top three. Yeah, I, that's a fun one. They're all good. They're all the colors mixed together to gray, and it breaks her heart. Uh, and where are you going? Busted stuff like that album. I have a friend who's like obsessed with Dave Matthews Band. He's a friend of mine from high school, so therefore he's a friend of the show. He would be going crazy right now just because he loves those guys so much. I, I want to see Dave Matthews live so bad. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. they're good. Maybe some, maybe someday. I just, yeah, no, you'll get there. It's it's a big crowd, and I don't like to drive. Uh, I don't want to bring my car if I have to go because friggin' I know that's the one time that's back's like friggin' kill, you know, surrounded. Yeah, it's like a zombie apocalypse or something. Great band. But um, where are you going from Mr. Deeds? Yeah. I am no Superman. Fucking love that song. That was a good song. He uh, did that Gravedigger song uh, on his solo album. You ever hear, hear that one? Gravedigger, when you dig my grave, could you make it shallow so that I can feel the rain? This song scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. I remember the first time I heard it, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm like 10. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Mary Why is he Stonewall, reading? 1803 to 1954. She lost both of her babies in the Second Great War. Never have to watch as your children are lowered in the ground. I mean, never have to bury your own babies. Yeah, man. Fucking love that song. They're good, man. But That's a good song. That's a good band. Then he had that American Baby song, which... It's an alright song, but I, I wasn't as big on it. Um, funny the way it is, you know? Yeah, that was, dun, dun, uh, yeah. Dun, 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 funny the way it is, if, if you think, think about, about it. it. Somebody's heart is broken, it becomes your favorite song. That was on, um, that was one of the, that was the Groove Rux yeah. album, right? Big Whiskey in the Groove Rux camp. That's what it was, yes. Yeah, that was a good song. That was a good album of theirs, I liked that one. Yeah, man, fucking, uh, you and me together, everywhere, baby. Loved it, Matthews. Yeah, he, yeah. He's put out, you know, it's been freaking 20 years worth of, uh, almost 30 years worth of great, great shit. He's been to our area before. He's oh, yeah, stayed like, at the Sagamore. This is one of his, like, this is like his summer home. Yeah, he loves it here. But, um, he had a great fucking sound, you know. That's another one of those guys that, uh, he, he can do a lot of different types of music and make it sound good fun fact he's from africa south africa born yeah. in south africa yeah. you know who else was born in africa elon musk yeah dude dave matthews know. is elon musk isn't that nuts Confirm. man like they come over to america and change people's lives i think that's crazy hell yeah it's amazing shout out to africa <laughs> sorry right, we love africa at the regular show <laughs> Uh, that's just I don't know how I knew that random fact. I think it's because my buddy's obsessed with them, so maybe that's how I knew that. But yeah, I, I read up on all that, all everything. I uh, I love learning as much as I can about people. But uh, that was my number eight. Eight. Um, this is another fun band. This is a band some of you might have heard of. This is a band maybe none of you have heard of. This band's name is Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I got a video for you after the show. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, yeah. All right. They uh, they have some slower, sad songs, and they have some, like, crazy, you know, pretty rock songs. And 
One of the songs I liked was Face Down. Do you feel like a man when you push her around? Do you feel better now as she falls to the ground? Yeah, man. I'll tell you, my friend, one day this world's gonna win on the line around. So I saw them. A friend of mine was going to college at Siena. I won't say who it is. But I went down there and uh, got to see them play live and in like their gymnasium and that was that was we got to meet the drummer his name was john got my photo taken with him don't know where that photo is now but that was an important day for me they were really fun and while waiting in line before the show one of their guitarists was riding on a skateboard holding on to a rope that was attached to the back of his other band member's bicycle and they were cruising around the quad just having a good time i thought that was so cool Hell yeah. They were a great band, man. They had a slower song called Your Guardian Angel. I like the acoustic version of that song. It's a slower song. But Face Down was my favorite, and they had some other good ones. I, I can't think of them right now, but they're a great band. I learned about them, I think it was like 2004. I remember buying their CD. It was pretty great. They were on like Fuse, which was VH1 or something, or MTV. It was like one of those shows that just played music videos all day long. That was a special time in America because I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. Now everything is streamed. Yeah. Which is fine. YouTube and but, Spotify. But. Yeah. I don't know. It's not the same. But they were great. You got to see their music videos and everything. I always I always like to say, I see what's going down whenever I make an observation. <laughs> they had a, some kind of foundation too, like the... Uh, the Angel Foundation or something like that for I forgot what it was for but it was like some kind of it's on their website look it up Red Jumpsuit Apparatus great name yeah yeah I don't know how they strung that one together three random words but it works that was number seven that was my number seven my number seven Matchbox 20 hey um you know I I'd say one of one of my most favorite concerts I was able to see the Goo Goo Dolls and Matchbox 20, um, which were two two of my all-time favorite bands. But uh, to have them both, you know, on the stage at the same night. That's pretty cool. Incredible. Uh, they started off the decade, you know. They, um, Yourself or Something Like You, I think, is one of the greatest albums ever produced, uh, you know, for popular music. But we'll talk about it another time. Um, and all that stuff was still heavily rotated on the radio in the early 2000s uh, but their their first album um, in the 2000s Mad Season If you're gone maybe it's time to come home you know that one? Oh, okay. There's yeah, an yeah. awful lot of breathing room but I can hardly move and then um, Bent of course Can you help me I'm Bent I'm so scared that I'll never get put back together uh, and then Mad Season. You know the Mad Season? I'm not sure. Um, it's been a mad season. I feel stupid, but I know I won't last for long. Mm. I've been guessing, but I could have been guessing wrong. Uh, then, of course, they they had a little bit of a time between the two albums. Um, disease. 
I got a disease deep inside me, man. Hey, Lord, easy, baby. I can't live without you. Tell me, what am I supposed to do about oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that I'm sick. Right? Yeah. Okay, yes, I know yeah, that one. Yeah, it was the same album with uh, Unwell. Ah, uh, I'm not crazy. See, I'm just a little unwell. I know right now you can't tell. Uh, with that fucking banjo opening. Then my personal favorite from that album was Bright Lights. You know that one? She got out of town on a railway New York bound to call except my name. Another alien out on Broadway. That's a song I feel like is incredibly underrated that people gotta know. But, um... Then Rob did his own thing, you know. He he had his own solo career. Um, I didn't know that. I, this is how heartbreaks, lonely no more, uh, her diamonds, stuff like that hmm. that he came out with. But um, just what an incredible band! Uh, then they had that. Let's see how far we've come. No, oh, that's them. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, they just, you know, they, they've been a dynamo for the last 25 years. And uh, it's it's one of my all-time favorite bands. I couldn't leave them off this list. Matchbox 20. You heard it here first, folks. Matchbox 20. Did they name their band after Matchbox Cars? I think so. They may have. I think because um, they had 20 of them. And they were like, there it is. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. Maybe that is the case. But... Um, that was number seven, so so now we're up to six. Number six, another great band, uh, Breaking Benjamin. So as far as I know, I think it's a one-man band, or it was, or it might still be, I can't remember. But anyway, they're great, or he's great. The guy's name is Ben, and um, I saw him in Glens Falls again. Am I allowed to say Glens Falls? Does I mean, know? I don't care. Okay, I saw them locally <laughs> uh, the same night as another band that I don't have on here but is Godsmack they played with Godsmack who's awesome and um, oh no I already said them in my honorable mentions but Breaking Benjamin is just fun a lot of like hardcore again but this is a, this is like a band that I listen to a lot of times on the way to school in the morning with my buddy we would drive into school together and play these songs and it'd be nuts we'd be like standing in line to get like a milkshake at 730 in the morning and then we'd get in the car and go listen to Breaking Benjamin on the way down to school. It was good times. They, I don't know, they have a lot of good ones. Put me to sleep, evil angel. Dun, 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 dun. But the one I like the best is called The Diary of Jane. I feel like that one, I don't know, there's just something about it I like. I, I like the intro to it. But I also appreciate the acoustic version. I just think that sometimes like when you pull away all of the background noise and you have just the acoustic sound it's like really beautiful and kind of poetic but um there i don't know something about just listening to all of those songs by breaking benjamin just made me feel on like a deeper level so i appreciate it sure um brandon has a great breaking benjamin story uh, next time you see him he'll tell you all about it they were in some of the halo they were like one of their songs was in the video game halo or like the intro great great band I uh, I never really listened to them I know my brothers well Chris liked them a little bit sure. uh, I just yeah they were too heavy for me but um, well you know there's no such thing as too heavy I just I didn't care for their sound really but um, Brendan yeah he's got a great story when you see him 
I'll tell you. Uh, that was number six. Six. That was six. Beautiful. Uh, this is another band that I've seen live uh, with The Fray. My number uh, eleven, Train. Ooh. Um, I've seen them twice now. I saw them with the Goo Goo Dolls as well. Uh, and shout out to Pat Monahan. That guy is like in his early fifties, and his he sounds like he did twenty three years ago. Hmm. You know. Uh, everybody knows, of course, Mead, Virginia. Yeah. That was like their breakout hit. Uh, and then, you know, they friggin', they like had one of those decade defining songs with drops of Jupiter. You know, that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. Uh, I love that song. I know some people that I know uh, hate it, but I love it. Uh, and that was, you know, that was a great song. Um, then their next album, there they had. When I look to the sky, something tells me you're here with me. You make everything all right. Uh, and calling all angels. Now, calling all angels. Uh, calling all you angels. Cool, yeah. You know Cab? Cab. The nights are bitter, the nights are so lonely. Sometimes I think I'm the only cab on the road. It was it was pretty underground. I, you know, not a lot of people listen to it, but I love that song. Uh, and then they, you know, pretty much uh, finished out that that the two thousands with um, like "Save Me, San Francisco" and "Hey Soul Sister" and uh, "If It's Love" and. So, like, they just, they have such a huge number of radio songs uh, that, you know, they're pretty much undeniable at this point. Like, I couldn't leave them off the definitive 2000s list. Um, but, man, yeah, I freaking, I love Train. Uh, one of their guitarists, he's not with the band anymore, but he looks uh, identical to Howie Mandel, so oh, check wow. him out. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Or um, David Draymond, I know some people draw the comparisons between the two of them as well. Got but, a doppelganger out there. Uh, yeah, dude, it's so funny. Um, but then you know what? That that brings us to the big five, man. Uh, big five. For me, big five, I got uh, some 41. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> They had a lot of good hooks. Mr. Avril Lavigne. Oh. Ex-Mr. Oh, Avril yeah, Lavigne. yeah. So Derek Wibley, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, yeah. dated Avril Lavigne. Yes, he was the front man for some 41. Uh, Derek Wibley. Oi. No, I thought they were so great. Sounds like an English name. I'd never even heard of them before until a buddy of mine introduced me to them. And this, this buddy of mine, his uh, grandparents lived up on the lake. And so the one time I, I hopped in his mom's car and... He had their CD. I might have been 11 or 12 years old. And I just... In too deep, right? I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep the ball in my head. Instead of going under, instead of going under... They were really, really fun to listen to. I think they had a lot of good songs that were just, they were very rhythmic. They were fun to sing along to. Everybody knew them, I think, at the time. If they didn't, maybe you weren't the cool kid. I don't know. But 
I'm just messing with you guys. But they were fun. They were uh, big at the time. They had a lot of cool music videos. Uh, Fat Lip was another big song of theirs from, I think it was All Killer No Filler. That was the name of the album. I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> Come another casualty of society. I'll never fall in line. Come another victim of a conformity. You back down. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, somewhat 41 and Blink-182, man. Like, those were virtually the same band to me which yeah. you know that's not nothing against either of them they just they had a very similar sound to me right uh and i really enjoyed that energy yeah that's what it is about the band is the energy because so he started that band when he was like 19 years old he was a rock star he was jumping up and down on stage he got to hand pick the bassist and i don't know their names but you know i was watching like a documentary or a youtube video on him and he had, like, the world at his fingertips, man. They grew up... They were Canadian. Yeah. So, shout out to Canada. Um, love you guys. Love regular you. show. Great neighbors to the north, eh? Um, eh. They're awesome. Just like Avril Lavigne, man. They're both oh. French-Canadian. They got together, and they were dating for a while, and then things went south. I think then she started dating Nickelback. I'm not... What's That's right. Chad. Chad. Well, we like to call him Nickelback. Oh, we'll call him <laughs> Nickelback. Um, but, yeah, man. Some 41 just... Like you said, Greg, great energy, a lot of fun songs. They had multiple albums. I think I've probably got three or four of their CDs. I got rid of my CD player, though, but I still got a CD player in my car, so joke's on everybody else. But uh, they were a fun jam band. I wouldn't call them jam like fish jam band or uh, you know something like that. But they were like, they were like, like you said, high energy, very fun. Uh, if you've never heard of Sum 41, guys, and this is the first time you're hearing of them, go look them up on YouTube. It's a good time. Yeah. They're just a lot of fun. They give me summer vibes because that's the first time I heard them. Sure. And I equate them with like going up to the lake and hanging out. I always get the big Tony Hawk Pro Skater vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I could see that. Yeah, they're fun, man. Some forty-one. But uh, love the numbers, man. We love the number bands. Yep. Uh, that was number five. Five. For me, uh, my number five is. Uh, shout out to Joel. Um, go check out our episode on The Killers if you haven't already heard it. Um, the Killers, man, those guys fucking came out of nowhere. You know? I'm Mr. Brightside. Coming out of my kitchen, I've been doing jobs fine. Gotta, gotta be done because I want it all. That first album, Hot Fuss, like, what an introduction to the world. Yeah. Somebody told me that you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. Um, all these things that I've done. I've got a soul, but I'm not a soldier. Yeah. Uh, what a great friggin' album. They were cool, man. They're, they, yeah, they were awesome. And uh, they had that Samstown. When you were young. Oh, yeah. One of their songs was Guitar Hero, right? Yeah. And Rock Band. Rock Band, yeah. Um, when you were young. <coughs> uh, read My Mind was another great song off that album. Can you read my mind? The good old days, the honest man, priceless hearts, honest love. And then they had that um, Human song, you remember that? Are we human? Are we dancers? My time is vital. My hands are cold. And I'm on my knees looking for the answers. Are we human? Are we dancers? And uh, 
God, you know, I mean, I've, I've said I have an hour of material on them uh, with the Joel episode, but I, I couldn't leave them off the list. Like, they really did define the decade. Yeah, they you know, were very, very prominent in that time. And their sound, man. What a sound. Yeah, they were kind of unlike anybody else, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were really different. were. They stood out for sure. But, um, you know, I want to say shout out to the White Stripes because I don't have them on my list, but, but they had some good stuff. You know, they, they were definitely a product of the early 2000s. But I just, yeah, I, I just, there were more bands that I liked a little bit more. Yeah, yep. Uh, so that brings us to number four. Okay, number four for me was, okay. These guys, their name is Smile Empty Soul. Uh, they were kind of darker, I guess, is the way I would describe them. They were, like, also... Okay, so they were hard rock, but they also had some, like, acoustic kind of songs and slower stuff. Um, yeah, kind of, like, sad, I guess, is what you would call them. Sad, like, hardcore, like, rock. But also, like I said, they had some slower stuff. They were just... There's a couple of songs that are notable for me. Nowhere Kids and Silhouettes. Um, but, you know, a lot of their songs were dark. That's the way I would describe it. Not like, not like I'm going to kill myself, but they were just like very, like the band, you could tell they had a lot of problems growing up, dealing with like different, you know, issues like, you know, drugs and their parents. And they were kind of like a skate band. I feel like they were like, they always dressed in black but the lead singer just had this really amazing voice, and they, he could just belt it out. Um, I had a friend at the time in middle school who was very, very into this band, and he burnt one of their CDs and gave it to me, and uh, I think he got to see them live. He really enjoyed them, so I started listening to them, and I, I just, I didn't feel like I could connect with it, but I think that their, their music was just really beautiful, even though it was sad. So that's, that's how I would describe them. But anyway, guys, Smile, Empty Soul. They were one of the big ones for me when I was growing up as a teenager. I just, I liked them. Yeah, I, I've known, I've heard the name. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Couldn't That's tell kind you of a weird one. Not everybody knew those guys. Yeah. You know, it's like unless you liked that kind of music, you probably didn't know those guys. I wouldn't have known them if my buddy didn't introduce me to them. Right. Yeah. Um, my number four. Uh, one, of, one of your other dishonorable mentions. Nickelback. <laughs> I love Nickelback. I know that uh, some people, that's their least favorite band of all time. You know? But I just, I don't know. I They were a force to be reckoned with back in the 2000s. Um, how You Remind Me, man. This is how you remind me of what I really am. Uh, I fucking love it. Uh, someday. Someday, somehow, gonna make it all right, but not right now. I know you're wondering when. Every other life, you know it. Was they do Rockstar too? Was that Nickelback? Yeah, dude. Cause we all just don't wanna be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. Girls come easy and the drugs come cheap, which they always bleeped it off the radio. Which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, drugs, 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 drugs. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid. Because I didn't give a fuck. I was edgy. But that was a huge album. Um, that, you know, had... If everyone cared and nobody cried. If everyone lived and nobody lied. Nah. Uh, 
then Far Away, Saving Me, and If Everyone Cared, those are like nearly identical songs to me. Yeah. Say it if it's worth saving me. It's so far away. It's far away. Far away for far too long. And then, of course, everybody's favorite meme song. Look at this photograph! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, dude. I saw those guys in 2007, I want to say. 2007, 2008. Another Canadian uh, band. Another Canadian band. Another Mr. Avril Lavigne. Mr. Avril Lavigne, too. All right. Um, you know, with his ramen noodle hair and his, <laughs> his angry vocals. I loved it. Yeah, there you uh, go. Then, you know, they finished off the uh, decade with that Dark Horse album. We're going out tonight to get that every night. To get everything we want. Drink everything inside. Uh, that was the one, that was the song that replaced uh, Wanna Be Loved on Raw. Oh, I don't know if I'm familiar with that song. Yeah, that, that's a fun one. Out tonight. I don't know. To get that every night. To get everything we want. And then uh, they, they had another song I tell You're never gonna be alone. And uh, God, I love it. I can't I can't do the Nickelback impression too no, much because it'll kill my throat. But uh, you're good. Yeah, man, I I love Nickelback. Um, they're they're one of my you know I don't even want to call them a guilty pleasure. Like it's music. I don't know, but um, that was one that you know from the beginning to the end of the decade I was always listening to them. They were big. I, I remember my, my cousin, I asked him one time, I said, what is your favorite song? And he said, How You Remind Me by Nickelback. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. It's a great song. It really is. Yeah. But um, that brings us to the top three, man. These are the big three. Okay. Uh, this is a band I like listening to when I'm, like, by myself in my car. And I like listening to them on days like today when it's, like, a thunderstorm outside and you're just driving through the pouring rain. I like Three Days Grace, guys. Three Days Grace. Yes. They're another Canadian band. Not to be confused with Three Doors Down. Right, yes. Both have the threes, but not the same by any means. Three Days Grace is a band... Um, I think The first album I heard, I don't remember the name of it, but the, the, the first song I ever heard them play was I Hate Everything About You. Oh, yeah. And just... Again, dun, I might dun, have been 12, dun, 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 Yeah, just the, the, um, the beginning to that song, the intro, you know. They almost made my top 15. They're great, man, because, like, I still listen to them, and I, their latest album I bought maybe, like, four or five years ago, uh, so they're still kind of around and current, but, I, uh, you know, now they have harder, like, different, I am machine, I'm not, I never sleep, I get my eyes wide open, I am machine, I never sleep, uh, they're, yeah, they just, I, I just, they've been around for a little bit. Uh, they've changed band members. I remember the I watched something recently that their their lead singer guy stepped down. He had an addiction, and he had to step away for well, I think for good to check into rehab or something. And he he had an addiction to drugs and alcohol or whatever. And they got a new band member, changed up the sound a little bit, but it's still I think a great song, a uh, great band. But uh, I watched a little bit of behind the scenes of the the. You know, making of the album, and I remember the the lead singer guy said he had tried all these different things in the recording studio, and the one song that I liked from one of their albums, he actually sat down and sang the song, like on the floor and sang into the microphone. And I think 
the way he did that, it produced a different kind of sound because he was sitting down instead of standing, or at least to him, that's what made sense at the time. And the kind of, they did so many different takes of that song, and that was just the way it ended up working and sounding the best. But uh, "Lost in You" was a, a song of theirs back in like 2009 that I just really, really liked. That whole album right there. Also, I liked the album artwork. The covers on the CDs yeah. was really fun to look at. I think. And then they had one X, which was like a bunch of like paper, like almost like a snowflake, but it was like a bunch of like stick figures, and they had all check marks, and one was like an X or something. They, that was great. I just I feel like their music, again, I think it had a lot of meaning. I think everybody's music has meaning, but these guys, even though it wasn't always a happy song, uh, it had a lot of passion in it, and that was just fun for me to listen to. Hell yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, Three Days Grace song? I would probably go with uh, Lost in You, actually. That's the one. But it's a, it's kind of a tie for I Hate Everything About You. There's other ones on there. Um, I have, like, all their CDs in my car right now. But they're just... I just like them. My favorite was, uh, of course, Riot. Let's start a riot! A riot! Let's start a riot! Yeah, man. Fucking yeah. Classic. They're... Fucking awesome. Sorry for cussing. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's you say fuck. Animal yeah. I Become. Oh, yeah. Right? Never I too can't many. escape this hell. So Bam. many times I've tried. Yeah, that's a good one. If you want to get out of line, hold on for your life. Over and over, over and over, I died for you. Right? I mean, they, they Even so if many I good see, ones. it'll be alright. Yes. Still I hear you sing, you want, want to end your life. Pain, pain, without love, love pain. pain. I can't get enough pain. I like it rough, cause, cause I'd rather feel pain than nothing at all. Those are some really good concerts. I saw those guys with Shinedown and P.O.D. Oh man, I wish I had seen them. That was a great show. They're awesome. They're so much fun. I also saw them with Flyleaf and Chevelle, I believe. I can feel you all around me. It's sad that my voice can go that high. That's the only song of Flyleaf I remember. I think they're like a Christian rock band. Or at least that was the story I was told. I couldn't understand a thing they were saying uh, at the concert because the audio was so bad. Yeah. At the armory. Oh, that's what that's why I saw Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. The armory. That's crazy. I wish I had seen them, man. That's so cool that you got to see Three Days Grace. Yeah. What was your favorite Three Days Grace? Song? Um, Riot. Riot. Yeah. That was definitely a good one. Riot. They're awesome. They're so cool. Because that was another two uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2007 song that I'd hear every day. Uh, that was a freaking. Those wrestling games used to have great soundtracks. But um, that was number three. Mm-hmm. My number three, uh, Green Day. Mm-hmm. You you must know Green Day, of course. I almost put them on my list. That was one of the bands I was talking about that I was like they should be on my list because I was borderline obsessed with them. Right. But uh, you know I didn't add them. That uh, they you know kickstarted the uh, decade off with warning the album warning. This is a public service announcement. This is your latest. Deadbeat holidays not a great song. Macy's Day Parade. There's a Macy's Day Parade. The night of the living dead is on its way. 
Red light special in the mausoleum. Um, then, of course, you know, the biggest friggin' album of all time. American Idiot. That was a big one. That was but, a freaking uh, big one. What was that, 04, 05? Oh, oh, 03, I think. Oh, 03. Oh, 03 or 04, yeah. It, yeah, it had to be right around there. Freaking what a crazy, like, nobody saw that coming. Wanna be American Idiot. I idolized those guys when I was playing guitar. I learned how to play some of that stuff. Uh, wake Me Up When September Ends, which every time I hear it, all I can think of is It's Time by Imagine Dragons. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. So this is watching my own. <laughs> but um, I did that at the on the first Joel podcast way back at like episode four, I think. But if people want to hear that bit. Uh, but God damn it, that's such a great album. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Uh, Holiday. Uh, Jesus uh, of Suburbia. Uh, um, what a great freaking album. And then, of yeah. course, uh, they finished off the decade with Know Your Enemy, uh, you know, 21 Guns, 21st Century Breakdown. Uh, and I really love Before the Lobotomy, which sounds a lot like Love of a Lifetime by Firehouse uh, at the beginning Before of that. Before the Lobotomy. But, uh, yeah, man, Green Day just... That was another one, you know, from the 90s. They they had great albums like Dookie and Nimrod, Nimrod Kerplunk. Fun, like, you know, words, fun words, fun sounds. Yeah, like Dookie, like, yeah, like Dookie, man. And, you know, just, I don't know, as a kid, you know, Green Day, they were like a naughty band. Like, I don't know. They liked you know. the weed, Greg. Right. That is why they were named the, the Green Day. The Green Day. They right. wanted to be, what was the name of the original name they picked? The Sweet I, Children. The Sweet Children, yeah. And they used to play, like, in somebody's, like, they had a station wagon that they used to carry around all their music in. Billy Joel was a, uh, he was a child prodigy. He, like, he was really talented kid musician. Yeah. Uh, and then the boys, they got together and, you know, bada boom, magic happened. I always thought their drummer, Trey Cool, that was kind of yeah. a cool name. He was yeah, a very cool, cool name. Yeah. I, I respected the hell out of him. I've never drummed a day in my life. I've yeah. tried. This is like my buddy I was telling you about in high school. He grew up playing the drums, right, and he could give Trey uh, a run for his money, but holy smokes. I mean, that guy, I could never be a drummer because you had to like count to four and repeat, and right. you had to do like six things at once, and I was not very coordinated. So I took <laughs> yeah. guitar lessons, but drums, holy smokes. Right, and you got to move your yeah. feet with the damn pedals and the friggin' like. I respect the hell out of him. I can do mouth drums better than I can do the real drums. Yeah, uh, but you know, I it's controversial. But I feel like without Green Day, you wouldn't have your Blink One Eight Twos or some Forty Ones, you know, stuff like that. Like, they were the forefathers of that that punk rock, that you know, early. I agree. Two thousand sound. Yeah, they were right there, man. They were one of the biggest at that time. Definitely one of the forefathers. But. Uh, one of their biggest, uh, I remember my friend's dad, I was telling him I liked Green Day one time, and he said one of their biggest influences was The Clash. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And Love then I went The Clash. And, to Clash. and I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, London Calling, man. That's a great fucking song. Um, you know, and shout out to Chris. Uh, go check out our Green Day episode if anybody hasn't heard it yet. Uh, that's a really good one. Because uh, Green Day is one of Chris's favorite bands. And Green one Day, of my I was... I was pretty much obsessed with I had like the, the grenade shirt with the green day and they had like wings. Yeah. I was yeah, they were they were fun. What do I like now? So you say So that's our top two. top two. We're down to the top two. Here we go, okay. 
So this this individual, this is uh, this guy, my buddy Patrick or Rick. Shout out to Rick if you're listening. This dude. I don't even know what to say, man. Eminem. I'm just going to say it, right? Because it's a wild journey for Eminem, dude. I, I, I saw 8 Mile. I listened, started listening to Eminem. I used to go rollerblading with my friends when I was like 11, 12, 13. And we probably weren't supposed to be listening to all these songs because of the cuss words and how young we were at the time. Right. But that was my introduction, like Lose Yourself, right? The real Slim Shady, right? All these different fun songs. Oh, Square yeah. Dance, White America curtain call album you know like all these different just lose it just lose it ah! go crazy ah, oh baby yeah oh baby and then he had songs that, with d12 right right um but lose yourself i think was kind of that caveat that was like the, mom's spaghetti <laughs> yeah exactly um that was the the kickstarter i think to i mean i'm sure there was probably other songs before that but that one man i, I remember was just like so popular Everybody knew Lose Yourself. Even right now, what a Grammy. like Lose Yourself. Or an Oscar, I think. Won an Oscar. Lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it. You better never let it go. Whoa. Yeah, and he's just had so many different kinds of crazy songs after that um, that are all different. They all had different sounds, right? Some of them were more hardcore, right? They had guns and stuff like that. Oh, they yeah. talked about, you know... You know what I liked about Eminem? As I feel like... He rapped about life, and it wasn't about money or cars or women. It right. was like, Grit. I'm going through a divorce with my wife, and Haley, she's like a baby, you know, and it was like... And I live in Detroit. Yeah, I'm um, from Detroit, and someone broke into our house and stole our money and, like, shot up on the block and all this, you know. He was like, he was a street guy. He was from the streets, but he was like a white dude. So, like, that was kind of weird um, and a little unusual at the time, but... His, he got together with, like, Dr. Dre, you know, and they just had this very, like... He's locked up in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just very melodic. Is that a word? Like, again, another... He had really good cadence to him, you know? I sit back and relax with that bag full of, you know, like... He just rhymed so much, and he was doing rap battles. And he's so quick. He's quick. He's so quick. He's the rap god, man. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, his music has evolved over time. You know, if you look at him from younger, you know, he was wearing a wife beater and he had bleach blonde hair, and his nickname yeah. was the Rabbit because of his buck teeth. Right? Grew up in a trailer. You know, uh, Eight Mile, um, Detroit. You know, uh, he's a Detroit kid. And then started doing all these rap battles and everything, and now he's making songs like Rap God, Rap God, you know, and, uh, you know, when he teamed up with Rihanna back in 2010. Yeah, Love and the Way You Lie. Love the Way You Lie, Monster, uh, I'm Not Afraid. That whole album, it killed me. I'm not me. afraid I, to not grab af- my balls. Everybody <laughs> come grab my balls. Have you watched Nathan for you? I have not seen that. That's what that's from. I'll have I'll show you that scene in that after the podcast. That song, uh, I'm Not Afraid, was, to me, it was just very, every time I listen to it, I feel very empowered. I don't know. I just, I love it. I think that is really, really cool. But my buddy Patrick and I, or Rick, we call him Rick, Rick Freebs. Shout out to Rick Freebs, if you're listening. Uh, We listened to that song on the way out to Oswego when we were going to check out that college. And the whole way out there, the whole three and a half hour trip, we were in his mom's minivan, uh, me and him just driving out there. We just listen to Eminem the whole time, and I just I have so much respect for him. I'm gonna get an Eminem poster someday. I don't know why I don't already have one, but he's just one of those guys I feel like started from the bottom, 
now he's now here. Now he's here. Right? Like Drake, right? That's but right. Eminem, like you said, that grit, that hard work, that work ethic. And he's, he's funny. He can't, like, he, he doesn't take himself as, like, too seriously. He doesn't. But I, I kind of think of Eminem. Stan. Stan, dear Stan, right? I, I think about Eminem as kind of like the Michael Jordan of rap. I mean, I know there's a lot of rap people, but I think Eminem worked really hard for what he has now. And but I like I said I respect the hell out of him for rapping about his life and not about like, you know, money and cars and women. It was more like what was actually happening in his life. Right. And I think that's a lot of what hip hop is too. But Eminem, I just respect the hell out of him. He's a he's a hard worker. Number two. Number two. Number two. All right. Uh, my number two is the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, it's my second favorite band of all time. I've seen them six times alone in the last like 12 years uh and i'll tell you man you know they freaking they had their hits through the 90s uh they just did not stop uh they started out the uh decade you know still playing the stuff from a boy named or um dizzy up the girl iris black balloon broadway uh stuff like that and then um, slide. Uh, but in 2001 or two, I can't remember, uh, Gutter Flower came out and they had like Big Machine. Ecstasy is all you need, living in the Big Machine now. I know. Uh, sympathy. Stranger than your sympathy. This is my apology for killing myself from the inside out. Uh, and then here is gone. And I want to get free. Talk to me. I can feel you falling. Yeah. I think I've heard that one before, yes. Um, and then they had uh, Let Love In. Um, yeah, that one was freaking huge. It had uh, I'll stay with you. The walls will fall before we do. So take my hand now, we'll run forever. Oh, yeah. I can feel the storm inside you. I'll stay with you. Uh, and let love in, of course. When you're the only one I ever believed in. The answer that could never be found. If only we decide to let love in. I uh, feel the silence. I love that one, too. And if we feel the silence holding this all inside us, everything means more now than what's good explain. I and of course better days. So take these words and sing out loud, cause everyone is forgiven now. Uh, and then they had the Before It's Too Late song from the... Uh, Transformer soundtrack. Oh, okay. Big, big episode for the Transformer soundtrack. Hold on before it's too late. Uh, then they finished off the decade with something for the rest of us. So come take me home tonight. Come take me home. Come take me home tonight. Uh, and not broken. We're not broken. So please come home. A lot of songs about coming home uh, yeah. in that album. That might be the theme. But um, God, I just you know the Goo Goo Dolls. They've they've carried me through the last 20, 25 years. It's amazing of music, and uh, 
So I, I always have a special place in my heart for them. But, but there was one band that I think defined the 2000s, not only for me musically, but I feel like most people would agree. That will have to wait until, Rob, you, what is your number one? Okay, so my number one actually was previously mentioned probably like 45 minutes ago in this podcast. Sure. Um, I was trying to bite my tongue and not say anything to give it away, but uh, I had Linkin Park. Hell yeah. That's who I had, man, because I was at my buddy's house not long ago, and he's like, Rob, I remember you used to love Linkin Park. And it's true, man. Like, Hybrid Theory had, you know, paper cut, and in the end... And I used to go rollerblading again all the time, and these were the songs that were played. And I get Chester Bennington, you know, he had that voice, man. He just, like, he just belted it out, dude. And, like, there was Numb, and Numb came out when I was, like, 12 or 13 on that album. And Numb, like, also, they did, like, a kind of a mashup with Jay Z. You know, which made the sound, I think, a lot cooler in the song. Dun, 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 dun. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Dun, 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 woo! What the hell are you waiting for? Yeah. Um, I liked that, you know. I liked a lot of their stuff. I liked, uh, Forward. I liked, what was the, the other ones they had? I, I'm not even looking at them. They had so many good songs. They had off that Meteora album... It's easier to run. They had uh, Forgotten as one of the songs on there. Linkin Park, man, they were just... they To me at the time, they didn't sound like anybody else. Crawling in my skin, these wounds they will not heal. is how I fall. Confusing what is real And they had a lot of cool instruments dun, 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 dun. Yeah man, Mr. Han and friggin' uh, They had Somewhere I Belong And I got nothing to say And I can't go find I lost right out of my face I was confused And I let it all out to find that's kind of what I like is that it sounded almost to me like rap at that time. Like they right. had a lot of well, there was yeah, there was that rap like hip hop, yeah, rock sound. Yeah, it was like all kind of meshed together. It sounded so cool. Breaking the habit, you know, they had Don't really cool. Worth yeah. They all had like really cool intros that just kind of got you into the song. One step closer to the edge, and I'm about to break. You know. uh... Jesus, they had so many, man. Faint was another good song. And then, like you said, the more modern, the ones that came a little later, Shadow of the Day, right? Um, the Minutes to Midnight album was, you know, a lot of those songs were... I liked those ones, but I liked the ones that were closer to 2000, 2003, 2002. Right. Um, easier to run. You know, the Hybrid Theory and the Meteora albums, I think, were my favorite. But these guys, man, they just... You ever uh, see Linkin Park live in Texas? No, uh, no. I think my buddy had that album. Was that an album? Yeah, it was an album and a DVD. My brother uh, made us watch it constantly. I see. I saw the Green Day album from Bullet in a Bible, as right. called the live one in Milton. He loved that one too. That was cool, but I wish I had seen the Linkin Park one because I never got to see them live. But I feel like I would have had a, a good time. 
Shout out to Chris. Uh, you know, I'll ask him. I'll ask him if he still has it. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'd maybe like I'll to have see to that. haggle it from him or something for That'd a minute. Be cool. I'll trade you some gummy bears for that. Yeah. I liked Lincoln Park, man. For me, they were kind of that band that defined it. They defined like that. I don't know. They just. I mean, they're right up there with like Eminem and those other people. But right. for me, that was probably the band that I think I listened to the most. That I just remembered like. These guys are really cool and different, and they're really something special. Yeah, hell yeah, man. They had a lot of passion. And, and rest in peace, Chester Bennington. I never knew you, but you were a good man. He had a lot of demons, too. You know what sucks? The last, it doesn't suck, but it's funny. The last podcast I was on talking with you about, you know, during the toilet paper era, we mentioned Robin Williams, and he, yeah. t- he took his own life. Oh. And now we're talking about Chester Bennington, and it just sucks, man. Like, they both wrestled, I think, with so many demons. And that's really unfortunate. Cause and life is hard. Life's yeah. not easy. Hell yeah. You know? But anyway, that was my number one. They will never be forgotten. Who did you have, sir? That was a good number one. Uh, I want you to get, you get one guess. I get one you guess. You have any guesses? For 2000s. <sighs> Nobody's talked about them yet. Ugh. Guys, help me out. If you, if you have a guess, shout it out. Does the name Joel uh, help at all? No, because I don't know. I know Joel likes a lot of those same bands, too, but I don't know what who he likes. I did a podcast with Joel. Um, I might have few, listened to it. A few months ago. Uh, from a little band called Coldplay. Oh, Coldplay. Okay. Uh, yes. So Shout out to that episode. Go check that out. Um, I feel like there couldn't have been any other answers for me. You know, these guys came out of nowhere. Another band that just came out of nowhere. They did. And then, uh, you know, Yellow. Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. And everything you do. It was all yellow. yellow. That's my favorite song about P. Um, and then they had that uh, Rush of Blood to the Head album. Um, in my place, in my place. The lines that I couldn't trace, I was lost, oh yeah. Um, clocks. You are, lights go out and I can't be saved. Ties that I'm trying to swim against. Lock me down upon my knees. Oh, I beg, I beg and plead. Singing. Come out of the drops and shoot an apple out of my head. And then, of course, The Scientist, which is my all-time favorite um, Coldplay song. Come out to meet you, tell you I'm sorry, you don't know how lovely you are. Nobody said it was easy. But, uh, God, what a great fucking voice, you know, Chris Martin. Uh, And then they had the um, X and Y album. Do 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 talk, you know. Do 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 do. Um, speed of sound. Hello, the speed of sound. Just show you where it all began. Let's go all over the underground. If you can see, then you don't understand. And then, of course, fix you. Lights will guide you home. And ignite your bone, and I will try to fix you. 
You try your best, but you don't succeed. Oh, yeah. You oh, get what yeah. you want, but not what you need. Uh, and then they, you know, finished up the decade with Viva La Vida. That was a dun 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 and they just, you know, they made the 2010s their bitch too. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they did. They divided and conquered. Except they didn't really divide, they just conquered. Yeah, man, you're right. When you say Viva La Vida, that's the song to me that sticks out from them. Because that's probably yeah. the most recent one I've heard. But that one was played a lot on the radio too. That's one of their big. Yeah, that was like the song of 2009. <laughs> It's a great friggin' like what a great band. I feel like there there couldn't have been a more iconic band for you know to define the two thousands. Uh, Maroon Five, you know, I just I don't know, I really didn't care for the their this second album. Love has taken this too many times before. That's actually, that's a pretty good impression. He got yeah. that kind of... Ah, 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 in front of me. I have no funny. choice. Because I won't say goodbye anymore. I just, I don't know. That, that second album really fucked them for, for that decade. Uh, I like their more recent stuff, though. You know, the last ten years has, has been better. Uh, but, yeah, just... Thank you for coming on the show, Rob. Uh, you know, shout out to the Greg Heads. Uh, sorry if I sang your ears off. No, I'm, I apologize too. But this was such a fun episode to do, um, and you know, we'll we'll get you on um, before the next sixty weeks go by. Thank you for having but, me on the uh, show, Greg. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for and coming on. It's man. an honor. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it's always a pleasure to be here and hanging out with you and the Greg Heads. So it's an honor, sir. Oh yeah, man. And if y'all, uh, you know, enjoy what you hear, you know, of course, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Subscribe. Check us out. We're on Spotify. Um, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell the postman or woman or, you know, tell the garbage people. Like, tell everybody. And uh, yeah, Tell your friends. You know, we've, we've almost hit 2,500 uh, hits in the last year and a half, so we really appreciate that. And uh, thank you guys for sticking with us. This was a very special episode 70. I'm, I'm blown away, man. 70 episodes already. Kudos to you. Hats off, man. Like, thank you. That's dedication right there, Holmes. Hey, I, you know, I'm I, happy for you. I think that's that's a huge deal. I try to do what I love. Guys, when we hit 100, we got to do something special for Greg. Well, <laughs> I, I won't hold anybody to it. but uh, Like, you know. comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Right? Yeah, is that what they say? Right, that would be that would mean a lot to me. But uh, I'm happy for you, man. This has been fun. Really yeah. good. Anything else you want to say before we get off the show? Last time I had some advice for people, but I don't think I'll give the same advice this time. I don't really know. What do you? Um, have a great summer. Have a great summer. Keep it real on the streets, and always look both ways before crossing the street yeah that way you can keep it real yeah so you can keep it real on the streets i don't have any other i just spread kindness guys oh yeah that's what i got well thank you so much for coming on again rob that was a hell of a time and uh from episode 10 to episode 70 i hope the regular show has been uh, a little easier to record um it was it was a tough first few episodes for me just learning like all the ins and outs of recording an episode and trying to like be funny and 
You know, but it it feels natural, man. Oh, you don't have to try to be funny, Greg. You are funny. I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, man, we, we look forward to the next one. And um, shout out to everybody out there. Have a great night. Uh, Seacrest out.